It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Pittsburgh Steeler fans, it is time once again for another edition of the Live Mike Podcast. My name is Michael Beck, your deputy editor of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, bringing it to you again, talking about the position that uh, seems to be getting all the coverage these days, the safety position, uh, of course, uh, the more fluid spot now in football than it ever uh, was before, of course, uh, the era of true free and strong safety is kind of a thing of the past, more of a hybrid position uh, between the two now. Of course, uh, your your technical free safety is probably still a little bit better in coverage, whereas your strong safety is more that uh, pure tackler. But aside from that, it's a pretty kind of fluid spot between uh, players that can play in the position. The Steelers have a big opening at their quote-unquote strong safety position to be the running mate beside a Minka Fitzpatrick. Now, Minka's deal apparently is getting close, and we'll get to that in a moment, but I don't think the Steelers should be putting a uh, a rookie beside Minka. It just doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. It, like, if they were to go out, draft a, uh, a Brisker out of Penn State or Lewis Sign uh, out of uh, Georgia, sure, they're good prospects, but really, do you want those rookies kind of competing with the, the Jamar Chases of the AFC North, your T. Higgins, your Mari Coopers, let alone them, the tight ends, which the Steelers have traditionally asked their uh, strong safeties to kind of lock down. Of course, David Njoku, freak athlete there. Mark Andrews, one of the best tight ends in football. Do you really want a rookie running one-on-one with those guys? I 
feel like that is the mismatch teams would exploit and could potentially lead the Steelers to having a very long year when it comes to playing within the AFC North, which if you can't win those uh, majority of those six games, you're probably not winning the division. I, I can tell you that as a matter of fact. So in that sense, I, I almost want to scrub the strong safety position from the draft plan. Sure, it is possible, but I, I just can't see it happening besides that of being a depth spot or perhaps just being your third safety in general. Yes, they uh, re-signed uh, uh, Carl Joseph. Again, he was a practice squad guy for most of the last season, a backup kind of at most. But beyond that, I, I, I just don't see him making any sort of an impact. Trey Norwood, of course, is another guy on the team. I, I like his game, but I think he, he kind of blends more into that kind of dime back role, that extra defensive back, perhaps corner. So we'll, we'll kind of see what kind of becomes of him, but I still could see the Steelers draft someone to be the number three. Now past that, because like I said, I just don't see the Steelers going the draft route for a starter at that position. A report from Aditi Kinkabwala kind of uh, shows the Steelers are still interested in that free agent market. Now, two of the names she brought up, uh, the Steelers being interested in, in bringing in, is that of Tyron Matthew, who the Steelers are not out on yet, and that of Terrell Edmonds, the former starting safety of your Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, of course, uh, he apparently there is an offer still on the table. So, who knows what's going to happen there? If, if Edmonds were to sign the deal, then you could pretty much immediately write off uh, anything uh, from a uh, Tyron Matthew perspective. I just don't think uh, the Steelers would double dip there. It just costs way too much money. Uh, beyond that, though, at the position, and I guess Aditi Kinkabwala's report also stated that the Steelers were getting close on a long-term extension for Mika Fitzpatrick, which would make him the highest-paid safety in all of football. Now, that really isn't all that surprising to really anyone listening right now. Mika Fitzpatrick, a two-time uh, first-team All-Pro since joining the Steelers, uh, uh, two of his three seasons in black and gold. So that really isn't all that surprising. Of course, uh, Jamal Adams is kind of uh, the leader of the pack right now at that safety spot. I believe $17.3 million per year, or closer to 17 dollars if I'm not mistaken. But I could totally see the a annual average value for Mika Fitzpatrick uh, surpassing that. But the interesting thing in this report that almost makes me question its validity is whether or not it's actually getting close to being signed. Because the Steelers, traditionally when they make these long-term extension type moves, it doesn't come in April, it doesn't come in May, it doesn't come in March, it doesn't come this time of the year. The Steelers make those moves during training camp, typically after your final preseason game or, or approaching it, or just before the first game of the regular season. Just look at T.J. Watt last year and Cam Hayward the year before that. It's a yearly thing where the Steelers sign their big free agent for the following year at the end of training camp the year before they get to market. So, in that sense, it'd be surprising if the Steelers were to come to terms with Minka Fitzpatrick here and now. Is it possible? Yeah, absolutely it's possible. Um, but again, it would be surprising for anyone that's followed this team for any length of time and uh, followed their contract situation with uh, with a magnifying glass like all of us at Behind the Steel Curtain certainly have. So it'll be uh, it'll be kind of interesting to see what happens at the spot with uh, in terms of that contract negotiation. So I wonder if, uh, if they'll actually uh, figure it out uh, with Minka in the short term. I think eventually that deal will get done. But one of the things with the two is there's still the possibility of being able to uh, open up some money 
by signing Minka Fitzpatrick to a long-term contract extension. If they do that, I know as strange as it sounds, some of that money can get shifted around just by uh, the way that they structure the contract and free up more space here in the 2022 season. So yeah, the Steelers could uh, do something that they they could find Minka's running mate in money they saved by signing Minka Fitzpatrick to a long-term extension. So maybe there's definitely some motivation in getting that deal done here and now. Of course, uh, basically one of Jeremy, Jeremy Fowler reports uh, also coming uh, out this week was that uh, that the Steelers are, are a team that were interested in Tyron Matthew, but they still only have about $13.5 million in cap space. Currently, uh, Fowler quoted a spot rack uh, for that uh, salary cap number, which does seem pretty accurate. So, yeah, the Steelers could get Matthew done, and it would have to be a long-term extension back-ended to figure out the money here in this season uh, to fit it under the salary cap, but other moves need to be made. So, you look over at, at the Mika Fitzpatrick deal. If that gets done, that frees up three, four million bucks. <laughs> that certainly helps. You look at Cam Hayward restructure, which makes more sense than restructuring anyone else. That could save anywhere between like four and six million dollars. I know his bonus was already paid out, so I don't have the exact number, but again, it saves more money on the cap, making it more likely to actually have happen. Of course, T.J. Watt is the other deal that could get restructured. That deal being signed just last summer would push a ton of cap into the future, which I don't know if the Steelers would be keen on doing here and now, but the Steelers could save more than $17 million if they were to do that, which opens up a whole world of possibilities when it comes to signing players beyond Tyron Matthew. You're looking at multiple of the top remaining free agents left on the board. But again, you have to uh, take your lumps uh, in future years if you were to make the uh, restructure here and now. So, I doubt that happens, but the Steelers, once again, it seems like the light is at the end of the tunnel here at this safety position with what the Steelers are going to do. Like, I think we'd all have a, a somewhat of a hard time imagining them going into the draft without a starting caliber player on roster because that's just not the brand for the Steelers. The Steelers go into the draft each and every year with every position loaded with someone who can start if the season started the day before the draft. Entering the draft, they try to take the best players available. Sometimes they, they, they get those draft crushes at certain positions. So, with that being said, like it just wouldn't be in the Steelers' DNA to go into the draft without a starter at safety. To me, it, it almost feels like they have immense pressure to take a safety. But when you look at the 20th overall pick... Sure, Kyle Hamilton's stock has kind of taken a little bit of a hit. I still can't see him making it to 20, and I can't see the Steelers making a jump up to select him, especially because Kevin Colbert and Mike Tomlin weren't at Notre Dame's Pro Day. It just doesn't make sense for them to go out and make a move like that. Yes, I mentioned Jaquan Brisker, uh, Brisker and Lewis Sign earlier in the podcast as uh, some potential maybe late first-rounders or uh, potentially second-round type players. But I, again, I don't see them as starters, especially in year one. So you think the Steelers would pair some sort of a veteran, but when you look at this free agent market now and how the, the cards have kind of felt, uh, fell down to other teams, you're sure, I guess there's Ronnie Harrison. That's not that's not an upgrade over Terrell Edmonds. And then the, the, the other two safeties there is Terrell Edmonds himself, former Pittsburgh Steeler, and Tyron Matthew, of course, that being the massive upgrade, the, the former uh, all-pro safety, uh, former uh, team MVP of the Kansas City Chiefs the year they won the Super Bowl, and yes, we know all the talent they had on that roster, but still, it went to Tyron Matthew. But 
man, going into the draft, the Steelers must get something done. And I think with the reports coming out, I think there is something that is going to be in the works. Yes, I know Tyron Matthews kind of spoken about wanting to wait till perhaps after the draft, which is still about three and a half weeks, uh, three weeks and change uh, from getting underway. So if the Steelers were to show some patience and don't sign anyone until until after the draft, then I'd probably probably feel a little bit more optimistic that they are going in after Tyron Matthew because, goodness gracious, how, how would they wait for anyone else? But if it came to uh, Terrell Edmonds, and of course they already have an offer on the table, I don't think there's any other team that's really going to going to go out of their way to sign Edmonds right now. A lot of the team's safety positions are, are pretty set in stone. I don't think Edmonds wants to take a backup role. So right now, it, it almost feels like the Steelers are kind of waiting on what Edmonds wants to do or, or waiting on what Tyron Matthew wants to do. It's like, hey, listen, guys, these are the two contracts we're going to offer to either of you. If whoever signs it first, the other one's going to disappear. So the onus kind of becomes on the player. So who knows how or... or more specifically who it's going to be, but I think slowly but surely here, someone is going to fill that spot. Now, that kind of wraps things up for the first half of our show. Just hang tight. We'll be back with more live mic action in just a moment. Okay, Steeler fans, it is time for the second half of our show here today. Of course, if you like this content, uh, you like uh, all the off-season talk, team development, that's that's one of the things that are right up my alley. Aside from the games themselves, team building, one of my favorite things to talk about throughout the, the calendar year in the NFL. So if you want more of this conversation, more of these tweets, more of these topics, go ahead and follow me on Twitter at MichaelBeck56, and we, we can hang out, chat a little bit about... Uh, about uh, your Pittsburgh Steelers and moves I think they should make. And if you have any questions for me, I'd love to answer them for each and every one of you. So with that being said, though, let's get back into today's topic. And of course, being the safety spot, something that's been dissected a ton recently, because it really is kind of that final position that still needs a starter. Sure, the receiver spot needs a, a few depth guys, guys that can play. Absolutely they do, but they still have Deontay Johnson and Chase Claypool. There's still answers there. The defensive line, yeah, you, sure you want some depth, but they're still hopeful that it's going to be Stefan Tuitt and Tyson Alulu being able to come back and actually play uh, for this team. Uh, of course, uh, battling injury last year, missing both of them. Sure, you might want a little bit more depth at corner or inside linebacker, along the offensive line. Heck, you could even want uh, another name uh, to, to compete with Mitch Trubisky and uh, Mason Rudolph at that starting quarterback position, but it's undeniable that the Pittsburgh Steelers right now do not have enough at strong safety. There just isn't a guy there. Like, right now, if the season started, who's a starter? Miles Killebrew? It's probably Killebrew over Kyle Joseph. Like, that's probably what it is. Like, and man, oh man, I don't know if the Steelers are going to do anything to kind of add a veteran backup level player that's going to be any better than Cal Killebrew. They're going to have to go out and get someone. 
First half of our show, I talked about a lot of reasons why a draft pick just doesn't make a lot of sense unless they uh, were to go crazy and uh, try to pick up a, a player on the lines of a Kyle Hamilton with a big trade-up in the draft. Again, I just don't see that happening. I, I think everyone would be surprised. If the Steelers were trading up for anyone, I think it'd be a quarterback, but even then, I, I think uh, we'd all be kind of disappointed uh, with that as well. So... The draft is almost a write-off. I could definitely see them going down that route to just kind of add some uh, a little bit of juice to the lineup, to the roster, to the depth. Someone that can play special teams. But, ladies and gentlemen, they need a starter. So, who who fits the best at the safety position? Like, that's that's really kind of the million-dollar question here right now. Does, does Tyron Matthew fit? Like, that's the first name everyone wants to talk about. Is that the best fit? Probably not is the answer. Like, does he give you another all-pro stud player that juices up your team instantly and and makes you a a better team? Yes. Does his style of play blend well playing next to Minka Fitzpatrick? Probably not. If you add both those guys, you kind of take away probably one of their abilities to free roam. But... If the defensive court or defense coordinator Terrell Austin and Brian Flores and Mike Tallman can get creative, there's ways that it could work. Uh, untraditional ways of playing the safety spot, H- having one of them come up in the box and uh, someone being the single high, uh, playing both of them high, like uh, like in cover two, taking away over the top. It c- it could be deadly. It also could end up limiting one or the other. So in that sense, it, it is kind of a bit of a gamble. Even then, if it does take away from one or the other, there's still amazing players that have both shown an ability to be ball hawks, both shown an ability to, to tackle the point of attack. Just Heck, look at Mickey Fitzpatrick last year. He set a Steelers franchise record for tackles in a season by a defensive back. That, that means something. Yes, I know it was a 17-game season, but it still means something that he was able to go out and do that. It, like, it really is impressive, and one of the reasons why I think the Steelers could still and should still be in on a Tyron Matthews is because they both show a well-rounded game. Again, probably not the perfect fit, but if you have both those guys on your roster, you, you can lock one of them up on a, a big-time tight end. You could not be fearful of Jamar Chase running over the top or Amari Cooper. Or when you play the Dolphins, having Tyreek Hill worrying about him trying to run past you, like all of a sudden you have unbelievable and arguably the greatest safety duo the, duo the NFL's ever seen. Seriously, in twenty twenty what twenty twenty season, they're both first team All Pro safeties. Last year, Micah Fitzpatrick wasn't an All Pro because he was asked to do too much in the run game because the defensive line struggled so much and he wasn't able to free roam as a free safety, which saw so much success in his first two years as a Steelers starter. But past that, he was still pretty dang good last year. Yeah, then you look at Tyron Matthew, who some people want to claim lost a step, but I don't know if that's the case at all. The, the Chiefs honestly didn't have a great defense last year, and he was kind of the, in the same position that Minka Fitzpatrick was. Like, you throw both of them on the same team, and magically, Stephon Tewitt, if, he's, if his mental state is back to being in a spot where he can play at a high level and Tyson Alualu's leg is good and he can play once again you're looking at a dominant defense if you can have both those guys on the field and you can figure out a way for both of them to work harmoniously so once again is it the ideal fit probably not unless 
the coaching staff can figure out something great with them. So, is it like the ideal situation? Not really, but the amount of talent is undeniable, and you shouldn't count it out because of that talent level being so high from either player. And, of course, the, the caliber of coach on this coaching staff, I think, should be able to figure it out if anyone can. I believe in these coaches to figure it out with the players of that caliber. I think it, it, it might work. It still is a bit of a gamble, though. The, the player that probably fits the best is still Terrell Edmonds. He's got the, those years with Minka. Uh, what, it'd be four years starting side-by-side uh, -side in 2022 if Terrell Edmonds comes back. They know each other's games. Uh, they know where each other's going to be. So in that sense, yeah, like, like it, it makes sense to bring Edmonds back. I, I totally get it. If Matthew goes elsewhere, yeah, you, you just jump, you, you jump on the phone, you get the Edmonds deal done, and, and you live happily ever after. Like, sure, Trell Edmonds isn't ever going to win you a first-team All-Pro. He's never going to get you that Pro Bowl. He's never going to be, like, a top-10 safety in the league. That is okay, though. You can live with his uh, ability. And, again, Trell Edmonds has gotten better each and every season he's been in the NFL. You can't deny that. Like, he's gotten better. Uh, the blown coverages have slowly faded. He's become a guy that can just blanket a team's top tight ends or big wide receivers. He, he his game's clicking, and to a degree, I'm kind of surprised he hasn't found a job in this league yet. Because truly, he is a player that deserves one. He has gotten better each and every year. He's kind of in that weird market where you're kind of a mid-tier player. Like the top-tier guys get paid, the bottom-tier guys are so cheap they get paid. Um, just their their vet minimum stuff and the stay in the league. But that middle class of player right now, some of them have a hard time finding uh, steady work in the NFL because. No one wants to pay mid-tier dollars. They, they either want the, the franchise changer or the guy that's super cheap. And Trell Edmonds is kind of that middle ground. So in that sense, it makes sense why he is still on the market. So looking at, at this spot, and of course, Trell Edmonds making the most sense. Uh, does, does that make the Steelers more inclined to getting it done? I, I would have said yes a week, two weeks ago even. But the longer this goes, the more I feel like the Steelers are looking for that bigger fish. And makes me feel like, yeah, they probably are in on a Tyron Matthew. But again, I don't think a deal of Matthew's magnitude gets done unless you free up some dollars. And like we talked about, that being said, Minka Fitzpatrick deal's getting done, or you restructure Cam Hayward. Like, you gotta figure some stuff out to save some money. Sure, there are some avenues the Steelers can save some cash. Uh, of course, uh, cutting a Dwayne Haskins at training camp, which if the Steelers draft a quarterback seems pretty inevitable. Sure, I suppose it could be uh, Mason Rudolph. The savings are pretty much the same either or. just kind of seems more likely to be uh, Dwayne Haskins, but we'll let time decide that. There are ways the Steelers are going to save money as they approach the season. It's just a fact of the matter. But if they want to get that deal done here and now, before the draft, I really think you probably see some other dominoes have to fall first. Now, the Steelers have been quiet uh, since, uh, since what, I guess signing Miles Jack. Um, some lower-level depth pieces that have been brought in, so, some, some deals within their own. But aside from that, they, they've been quiet. But we know they're not done. We know they're not done. And once again, like I talked about earlier, they're not going to go into the draft with no plan A at safety. And if they do, I would be shocked. In Kevin Colbert's entire tenure of being a general manager, it'd be the first time he walks into a draft with a glaring, gaping hole at a position. In a draft class that isn't exactly stocked to the gills full of safeties either. 
So to me, I'd I'd be shocked if if, if Terrell Edmonds or T- Tyron Matthew, one or the other, signs a contract. I, I would fully hope the Steelers are calling whoever's still available and getting a deal done because, man, oh man, it, it could be a very very big issue if they cannot figure it out with either player. So the Steelers at safety, sure you got Minka Fitzpatrick. Sure, you hope they get they get the big time upgrade, but right now. Oh man, it is kind of time to start holding your breath because if the Steelers go into the season with Miles Killebrew and a rookie as, as your one and two, whoo, there is reason to be worried. And you start looking at the big receivers that we've mentioned already a few times today, and you start thinking, oh man, I hope this guy doesn't have 200 yards a game consistently against us. Man, oh man, if if Killebrew's your starter, and you got Jamar Chase out there. He could eat our team's uh, lunch, regardless of how good the front seven is. So that, in a degree, is a little bit worrisome. So right now we'll sit back and just hope the Pittsburgh Steelers get a deal done somewhere, and uh, hopefully that gets done soon. So with all that being said, I do want to thank you for tuning in to today's edition of the Live Mike Podcast. Before uh, we let you go, I do want to remind you to tune into the inf- entire library of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com podcast from uh, Jeff Hartman's Let's Ride uh, to Dave Schofield's uh, uh, Dave Schofield show. Excuse me. Um, uh, of course, uh, Brian Anthony Davis and the Australians. There's so many podcasts available at BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, so make sure you're checking each and every one of those out. Uh, on top of that, uh, I just want to remind everyone not to click over to BehindTheSteelCurtain.com as well. Should be your one-stop shop for all things Pittsburgh Steelers. So, with all that being said, I want to thank you for tuning in once again. My name is Michael Beck, and we will catch you guys soon. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.